El Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy, and most pasta. Tonight we have a few suggestions. Th- that's the title, by Slime Beast. Um, yeah, when you sent me that, I was like, because I just read it really quick in passing, because I was gonna like, oh, okay. it's someone's either... <laughs> Link to I'm like a few suggestions and I'm like so what you're giving me a bunch that I've got to pick from <laughs> and I was like well whatever I'm not even gonna read through the list and then later when I'm actually taking the time to sit down and read it I'm like oh, <laughs> oh. It's literally a few suggestions and I was like okay well, you got me there title <laughs> yep you you got me you tricked me. Now it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like we said, it's by Slime Beast. Um, it is a part of the Abandoned by Disney canon story series. Um, it's a prequel to the series. And uh, you can actually check out... You can check it out on creepypasta.wiki. Or uh, there's a reading of it um, by the glitched 64 reads. Um, and it's actually a collaboration of a bunch of other creepypasta readers who just take a couple of the... Um, the suggestions, because this is just a amalgamation of a suggestion box entries. I assume they all take the suggestions from a single person. Yeah, um, usually like the yeah, and then they'll follow up, which with everyone's that seem to follow up afterward. Um, and it has like such voices as Mr. Creepypasta and others that I didn't recognize. Sorry. Um, it is. Not really a story uh, in the traditional sense, but it's a fragmented narrative or a collection of suggestions or complaints um, in a suggestion box that's just been like kind of taken and cl- like added, like just looked through um, by what is presumably a Disney Parks by the Disney Park staff. Um, you really kind of have to assume that though, because it doesn't really tell you anything about Disney or aside from I think a mouse is mentioned. Yeah. Um, but, but that really could be any mascot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, and yeah, so without that, no, without knowing that, like you kind of just read these and it's, well, and I mean, if you're reading this without having read abandoned by Disney, I mean, you're going to be fucking lost. Yeah. Um, like it's, it'll, it, I mean, except aside from, you know, Oh, a generic sense of whatever. Yeah. If you haven't read it, then you gotta go read Abandoned by Disney, Disney first, and, then, and then read this. Well, you don't even need to read Room Zero. You just, like, you gotta read something else before you read this. Yeah. And that that's really... Which, I mean, is technically fine, because, like, nobody's forcing you to read this, but... Well, except for me, to Dr. Leviathan. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but we've both read Abandoned by Disney and Room Zero already, so well, this exactly. is kind of just a natural progression of it, because this was the next installment um, after those two. So, uh, like I said, yeah, it's a, it's a scattered throughout this, uh, like, series of suggestions is, like, both mundane and progressively creepy events that are going on in this park, um, and it's all told through the suggestions by the staff. So, like, we have hot dog stand being left by a water slide, and kids are vomiting in the slide, so 
like they, they're asking for maintenance and stuff. There's vandalism at the south gate, and that goes on with like creepier and creepier things. Like uh, guy, the people don't feel safe, and then like how do, like mascots are being taken, uh, worn, and brought over there, and like the graffiti and whatnot is being done while in a mascot suit. Um, there's some shenanigans with a guy named Frank who's cheats at like Sudoku and stuff, and then he ultimately gets murdered. <laughs> in it, um, and, uh, the murderer may or may not be the person leaving the suggestion notes and complaints about Frank. Um, there's issues with the mascots, like, just stuff about, like, the, the mascots are sticking to sores on the person, and just creepy little things that, like, quips about, like, that. Um, there's faceless children that are being watched over, and, like, the guy, but the guy's treating it like like I'm a really tolerant person, but can we stop with these faceless children like coming into the uh, like daycare area or whatever? The restricted zone. restricted zone. Sorry, because um, there's places in every amusement park where guests kids. can't go, and that's where the faceless kids are. Yeah, and, and that's what's pissing them off, not the fact that <laughs> not they're the faceless. faceless children. Yeah, and like he's even like I even try killing them to dissuade them, and uh, they just get more rowdy. <laughs> um, they uh there's um there's a huge there's a whole section of this where it's just like the need for more suggestion cards because they i guess keep going through them or somebody keeps taking them and jamming them into vending machines or something um there's a common room dvd replacement uh issue which again just more mundane stuff mixed in with this creepy like overarching thing so that's really it like there's not and a... my favorite oh fuck you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's just like random like ones where it's just like it's half a sentence and then the sentence is repeated is is carried on to the next suggestion uh, and then there's ones that are just like I'm a mouse and then the next one will be fuck you. Yeah. Um. So that's really it. Like it's just a an amalgamation of suggestions. Um. Which I, I find it's an interesting idea because it tells this con- this disjointed like narrative of this park and there or at least the um the attitude of the staff as well as um, this growing creepiness that is overtaking the park, um, which falls in line with the whole abandoned by Disney idea. Um, I don't think like even if though it's not like a traditional story, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a waste of time to read because it is a fairly short set. Um, like you can get it done in like under t- nine minutes, um, according to readings of it online. <laughs> um, and that's with them doing it like more dramatically. Um, that said, the narrative here does explicitly say, or doesn't explicitly say that it's about it's Disney. So if you have no knowledge of the meta plot that's going on, um, this would be very confusing to read, and it could really just be any park. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, Disney. if you stumbled upon this, you'd it wouldn't really it would, piss you off. It would intrigue you a little but bit. But you'd be like, "What the fuck did I just read?" Yeah. And then, you know... You'd go on with your day. Cause... Well, and I mean, if you read it on the Creepypasta wiki. wiki, then at the bottom it does... Well, at the top and bottom it tells you that it is a part of something else. Yeah. And at the bottom there's actually a link to the next part. Yeah. Um, which would be abandoned by Disney, I believe. Um, yeah. And that's, like, that's super helpful, in my opinion, yeah. um, to keep you from going like, what the fuck did I just read? Yeah. But other than that, yeah, you... It's, yeah, like, it's an interesting quick read, though you'd be confused if you didn't read it. 
And then you just continue on browsing your internet. <laughs> and if you read this first, it would just be... Yeah, like, that's the other thing, yeah. like Really out of fucking place. I was glad that we, like, got to read... I, I got to read Abandoned by Disney and then Room Zero even, because I think the faceless ones, or the faceless kids and stuff are in that uh, with the slide. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's another thing about this one is that it, it kind of, like... Like, with Room Zero, there was, like, those multiple stories being told um, about accounts in the Disney park. This one kind of felt like another progression of that, where it was just, like, even more, like... Well, or at least a, a little... Maybe, it maybe a degradation. Feel like a, yeah, it didn't feel like a progression, it because felt like a degradation. when you've got Room Zero, you've got a story. story. Like, you have, you know, escalation and Well, I mean, you have escalation <laughs> in this one, but, like, you have more of a narrative. Yeah. Whereas in this, you it's don't... Just, You've got, like, 16 different narratives all crammed together out of... Order. In order, <laughs> but not in perfect sequence, like... Yeah, like, there's suddenly, this like... This one's interrupted by three fucking other ones before you get part two, and then it's interrupted by eight different other ones, and you're just like, you know... I don't know, I like... I like, I, I like but that's why I don't see it as a progression. Mm -hmm. it, definitely not natural, because... You know, it, it, like, if anything, we're getting less and less narrative from these. And just, like, here's the thing. Here's, here's the evidence or whatever. Like, here's the, the okay, I don't want to say facts because that's not really what we're getting either. Although we're getting, we're, we're seeing here's a pattern the, in the, the degrading, the degradation. The hearsay. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know, I actually liked the idea, like, I liked the, uh, when I was reading it, I liked when, like, it would get, start escalating with, like, one or two suggestions uh, of the same thing, and then it would cut out to another one, and then the next one would be the final end, or, like, the, the final part of that. Like, you'd see, like, it's like, uh... I'm not I saying it was, it was shit, I'm just no, saying yeah. that it, it's not a progression, it's a it's regression just... with your storytelling, because these are less, like, each... In the Abandoned by Disney sequence, they just seem to be telling less and less of a story yeah. every time. Yeah, it's And like, that's... Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, you kind of need more... Well, yes and no. This is, in my opinion, kind of the creepiest of the bunch because of how it doesn't, or does or doesn't, depending on how you look at it, tell the story. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot of empty space, and empty space is filled with the imagination, and, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I don't remember Abandoned by Disney perfectly, but there wasn't a whole lot that was really creepy about that one in my, like, if my, recollect, if my recollection is correct, and Room Zero wasn't really... There were some, like creepy moments but not like an overarching but this and one has again I'm not it's more like creepy it's out of terrifying yeah but there is some creepy cause like there is clearly some well I'm going to guess it's the fucking Mickey from Abandoned by Disney yeah but you know there's something fucking real weird going on and no one notices. Yeah. Like either they're or either they they don't notice or they they kind of notice but they don't they shrug it off or they just kind of accept it as reality. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's kind of fun. And like like my again, mind like, immediately goes to like okay, so what does this guy do in his fucking like what's he doing that where he's not writing about in the complaint cards or the suggestion cards? Yeah. 
And that's just a, you know, a mildly entertaining little fun thing I took from this. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, yeah, like, again, like, the guy, like, talking about, like, seeing all the faceless, um, kids, and then, like, killing some of them, trying to sway the other ones, and that, like, but treating that like it's a completely normal thing, like, to do, and then... Yeah, that, that I actually uh, just, I didn't like that, to be completely honest, because it was just, like, really? But whatever. Yeah. Um, or then, like, the one, the thing with Frank, where it started off just, like, it kind of almost humorous. It's like, Frank's cheating at, at crosswords. And then no, the, he's cheating at solitaire. Sorry, solitaire. Which and is the, a single-player game. <laughs> wow! I totally, wa- wow, I totally read over that. <laughs> Did not realize it was solitaire the first time. <laughs> wow. And, and then, then he <laughs> cheats at Sudoku, which is, again, something game. that you just do on your own. <laughs> Maybe you occasionally ask for help, but also I don't really see how you cheated that myself. But, it's, but, but it, like I said, like it creates like a mundane, humorous thing, and then it starts escalating into darker. It's like, well, seriously, Frank has I to mean, be done with. We've all worked with that person who complains about stupid shit. Like if you were to be, if they were to catch you cheating at solitaire, yeah. they would fucking complain about it. Yeah, like they would just be like, They're "Oh, he's guy. a horrible person." Yeah, it's like that guy. God, and no one wants to be that guy. So. Yeah, I don't know. We've all kind of worked with that jackass, yep. or several of them, if we've been really unfortunate and really <laughs> unkind in past lives. I, I take it you have. Um, in the, for the latter part of it. No, I'm, no, no. Okay, I'm, what are you talking about? Why would anyone lay that on me over and over again? I'm a great individual. Yeah. Um, and I'm so nice and tolerant and all that. But yeah. So it starts off like that, and then it's like, oh, okay, now they're murdering Frank. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, Frank's gone missing. They're looking for Frank. Here's some clues. And then, like, it, which I find kind of weird, like, why they just... Uh, I guess it makes sense for, like, to toss, like, clues in different suggestions, but... It's also to um, illustrate the fact that, yes, the person writing the suggestions Is, killed Frank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, like... I couldn't figure out if, like, if this guy w- or the person that killed Frank, uh, when he started laughing because his face was like mashed potatoes and faceless, like the other faceless people that are looking at him at the, or looking at them when he started laughing, um, it's like again uh, kind of connects it to that the faceless kid stuff, which I thought was a nice little link to that. Um, but I couldn't figure out if that was like something connected, like if, if this was the same guy that was talking about the faceless kids or it was just another person in the park. I assumed it was Mickey myself. Oh, okay. He seems like the kind of motherfucker who'd kill a guy. Yeah. Oh, that was another one that actually I kind of liked was the, it's like, I can't get my head off. I can't get my head off. I can't, just went down like the thing. And then like the next suggestion is like, uh, ignore that last one. That was my actual head. It's like one of the mascot people have gotten going too far down the rabbit hole or the mouse hole. <laughs> or it was the Mickey. Or it was the Mickey. And then um, by the end, like we get some, not, not resolution, but we get like a, a nice little creepy thing where he's like, there's not, an, there's no, uh, like the the mascot suits are heavy with these bodies in them. Um, and there's, there's, uh, there's one more uh, mascot than uh, there should be in the park. There's not a hook for me. So I just liked that, like, it was, I, like, it's, it was a nice creepy end to that, a little bit. Well, and, yeah, I mean, that's what it is, yeah. that there is an extra guy, and he's fucking with everything. Yeah, I don't know. It Like, there is a plot in here, but it's more of a meta plot, because 
you're if you're reading this and you're aware of abandoned by abandoned by Disney, you're expecting this weirdness to kind of start bubbling up. Yeah, for me it was I don't know. It wasn't really a plot. It was really just kind of a restatement of things we've already gotten about the whole abandoned by Disney thing. That's me. Yeah, like it does. Like it does kind of give nods or like I it takes events from the previous Blake or stories. Fucking hammers you in the face with shit from the other stories. Yeah, like I was surprised. Like I was. I thought there was going to be something to do with the slide, because it was previously, like, it was uh, mentioned right at the beginning of it with the water slide and the hot dog stand, but that really ended up just turning out to be one of the more mundane complaints of the park. Um, But yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, like, I I enjoyed reading this one, um, even if it was kind of disjointed and and you kind of have to know, or uh, like the Abandoned by Disney in order to really kind of get the full... In order to get everything out of it, yeah. Because and but at the same time, like if you're not if you're not fluent with uh, the abandoned by Disney thing or even like know about it, it's kind of got a conjointed or a disconjointed like creepiness to it because you're not or an out of context creepiness to it because you're like, what the fuck am I reading? Well, <laughs> and there are some creepy things that escalate in this that would like be kind of creepy if you just like stumbled upon this on the internet and actually took the time to read a bunch of suggestions from the suggestion know. box. It's. I don't really find it overly creepy. It's more, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's, like, overbearingly creepy. Like, when I say that, it, I just mean it's, like, like creepypasta levels of creepy, which kind of range from kind of creepy to... Not even creepy? Not even. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, it would really just depend on, like, the situation of you reading it. Like, if you were, like, alone in a dark room reading this, it might get creepier or... Kind of thing. I don't see that happening. If I was reading them out of a suggestion box at a place where I worked, maybe yeah, that'd that be would creepy. be kind of fucking creepy. Yeah, uh, I'd be like, "Oh, Clyde, you got me again." <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I haven't seen Frank in a couple of shifts. Hmm. I was kind of a jerk anyway. Yeah, fucking me cheats at Sudoku. <laughs> and then you turned that you're that guy. Uh. Why do you always assume I'm the murderer? I don't know, Dr. Leviathan. The pile of corpses in your backyard? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we're kind of just grasping at straws at this point because we've kind well, of given our sense. Yeah, we've kind of given our piece about this. Um, yeah, there. Like, it's 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 a fairly short read. Um, I would recommend it just because I did enjoy it enough to that it didn't bug me. Um, and I feel that you could read this, actually, without uh, reading The Abandoned by Disney at first, anyway. Like, you might want to start reading The Abandoned by Disney series after reading this. See, I would only recommend this if you like The Abandoned by Disney that as well. stuff. Because um, that's really the only way to get everything that's in this out of it. And only if you like it. Like, if you're meh about The Abandoned by Disney stuff, like I kind of am... Then you're gonna be meh about this, so why add like why pile on the meh? But if you like it, you'll like this. It's it's basically just you know a big long list of fucking nods to the other shit. Yeah, and I mean everyone likes their Easter eggs, so this is basically just that's a really fucking, is it's a lot it's a list of fucking Easter eggs. Yeah, um, I mean it's also really cool because it's and it's fine yeah. as that, you know, but. 
Well, look, I mean, it, it is... doesn't really give you any more information than you already had. True. Except, really, that Mickey likes to fuck with suggestion cards, or <laughs> yeah. suggestion boxes. Yeah. And um, is that really enough information to warrant reading a new thing? I don't know. I do. I think it is. I just like the idea of it being like it's being told from a sta- from the staff's point of view and kind of how how deep they're in this whole mess because sometimes they don't even realize that what's happening is not really like right naturally. So it's, it's like like a victim stuck in some kind of horrible supernatural mess. I don't know. I almost feel like this could have been tacked into uh, Room Zero. Yeah, and I could see that. That would have been actually really good. Yeah. Whereas separated... It kind of... Yeah, like, separated, it creates... It's an interesting little, okay, semi-creepy, like, out-of-context thing. But if you were to toss this into uh, Room Zero, yeah, I could see this being like... Or maybe at the beginning and then start elaborating on some of those stories like they do in Room Zero. Yeah, because by having this now, we have... We already have, basically, as much of the story as we're probably likely going to get. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that's that. And this is just, like, more or little less bits of zero. flavor of it. Yeah. And it would have been, it, it, it could have been a fair bit more interesting to have this as your tease at the start of Room Zero, and yeah. then Room Zero, like, basically gives you, you know... The more, the more, context, more context yeah. to it, because it's actually talking about the Disney park, where, again, in this one, aside from um, the, the mention of the mouse, we're not really told that this is Disney World. Which it could have park. been fucking Mighty Mouse, yeah. Speedy Gonzales. It could have been any mouse mascot, because God knows there's so many mascots out there. Chuck of, E. Cheese. Yeah, exactly. It could have been, oh my God, that would be horrifying. It's like... Well, it's horrifying if it's any child place mascot. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's... I don't know, for me, this is largely unnecessary and would have done better in a different place. Yeah, like being added to... So for me, that's that's just kind of a no vote for me. I mean, again, if you like Abandoned by Disney, you're going to like this because it's fucking nods to what you already like. But for you, it wasn't really... It didn't do anything as a standalone. It, for me, it was largely unnecessary, Um, you know... It was enjoyable and well written, but I just didn't. That was like, yeah. that, okay. That's con. <laughs> but like, I mean, it did feel. It didn't feel like uh, I know it was a issues. fine read. Yeah. Like, and it was well written. It just like when I think about it, I just like fuck. This is unnecessary. You know. Mm-hmm. I, like, uh, like you said, like you just mentioned, um, like I find that. We've had ones in the past where they've done this where it's like a forum post series and a series of u- different users, and it kind of feels like the same person reading or writing it. This one didn't feel 100% like it was the same guy writing each suggestion box. Like, it did feel at least random enough that they were different people uh, writing suggestions into it. Yeah, there was actually like, some effort put into that. Yeah, like there was, it felt like there was actually some thought put into like making the character making them seem separate. Yeah. So as though Slime Beast knew who was writing each card and had like at least a bit of a basic personality for them. Yeah. I, I will give give it that, but yeah. Alright. Well, um Doctor Levathne will be happy to know that this is the second last thing for abandoned by Disney 
until the end. <laughs> the last, gotcha. No. <laughs> still got one more, and that's it. You of the series. Enough. Unless Slime Beast decides to make a fifth entry into his series. But, um, so stay tuned. And so that is our episode for tonight. I, kind of a mix between recommend and conditional recommend. <laughs> yeah. So, um... That has been the show, so if you'd like to leave a comment in the comment section below, um, or wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Tumblr. Skywriting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That would, be a, that would be a feat. I would love to see that like pop up on our Facebook uh, page, like have a photo of somebody take of a skywriting of it. <laughs> also, I'd be kind of creeped out if it was like in our area. <laughs> You understand that that would mean that it has to be skywritten. Yeah, that somebody would have to pay a little bit of money, or a lot of money, to get somebody to skywrite. Yeah, I've never actually looked into the cost, but I'm guessing for a transcription of uh, oh my God. this little podcast, and this is probably a short one, Yeah, that'd still be quite the pretty penny. Yeah, which... You know, if you if you want to if you want to support us like financially, you, you can go to the. We are on... not going to waste the money on skywriting. <laughs> no. Uh, so you can also ch- uh, send us messages on Twitter um, at Doctor Leviathan or Review Cultist. I'm on there almost every day. Um, we're on iTunes, so leave us a review. That would be awesome. It helps us out. It tells us how we're doing and bumps us up on their little their boards. Um, and you can also check us out on uh, crazonstudios.tumblr.com, where you can check out all the title cards uh, for each episode and links to uh, direct links to the uh, audio files, as well as donate. Um, we have a little donate button on the side of the uh, Tumblr, so if you feel like supporting us, that would be a way to do it. You can also send us an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. We always look forward to any kind of email replies or just comments of goodwill. We're bad, actually. We're starting to kind of worry. <laughs> um, so until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. No, I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>